We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You listen to the True Faith Podcast with me, Adam Widrington. This is the Man City Preview. Um, I'm delighted to be joined tonight by Mick Martin, Ben Wade, and we've also got for his for his second True Faith podcast appearance, Rob from the Rubenstein YouTube channel. Welcome, lads. How are you all doing? Great. Thanks, Adam. Great. We absolutely buzzing for a trip to the Etihad. Of course we are. We face the champions after a quite remarkable night in Madrid in midweek. Um, a shell-shocked Man City leaving with absolutely nothing when they had the tie wrapped up with minutes to go, two two goals ahead, and somehow they capitulated, somehow they lost it, and Man City will now be focusing all of their attention back on the Premier League title race where they currently stand at the top of the table, a point ahead of Liverpool, but every point will count. Man City will be desperate to try and save their season against Newcastle United. But, lads, what I would suggest is, look, we've had a terrible record at the Etihad historically over the Premier League years, certainly over the last decade. Have we got the best chance of beating them this weekend? Or are they just going to be more riled up than ever before? Mick, I'll come to you first. How do you see it? It could go either way, couldn't it? I mean, they've only got one thing to play for now in terms of trophies. So it's a, and it's a it's a thing they've got with Liverpool. It's who blinks first is going to win the league, isn't it? So um, I hope I hope you're right. I've seen Newcastle win once at the Etihad when we beat them in the League Cup, um, two and out a few years ago when Aaron's and Sissoko scored on a, a school night. Um, Great night, yeah. <laughs> so they so. It depends, doesn't it? I think Guardiola's got a hell of a job with getting them up again. Um, but they are, like, to use your expression, they are a, mach- a results machine. And and I don't think there are any teams other than Real Madrid who could have done to Man City what happened um, last night. So it could go either way. A lot of it is about Guardiola and, and him, himself. So, you know, I've seen reports today questioning him and how he set the team up in the last few moments, etc., um, which I think is really, really harsh. Um, but, you know, for one of the great, great football managers. But it could go either way. Um, 
I think what we've got to go and do there is try and keep it quiet for the first quarter of an hour. Um, I don't, you know, I would love us to get a win, but I would take a point. I would take, I would take anything. A bit like last week when we played Liverpool. Um, I went to that game hoping that we would give a good account of ourselves and that the score wouldn't be embarrassing for us because they're on a different level. And I think that was mission, mission accomplished. Um, I don't believe in free hits. I think every time a, a team in black and white stripes crosses a line, it should be they should be doing everything they can to get to to get something out of the match. But <coughs> excuse me, uh, it's going to be very very tough in the circumstances, given that it's it's really shit or bust for Man City now, isn't it? Absolutely, um, Rob. I'll bring you in here. Do you think? Do you think Man City are now going to be overthinking this? Do you think Pep Guardiola is going to be overthinking this? Do you think there's going to be a bit of panic setting in in that camp? And do you think we have what it takes to be able to disrupt that and 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 stop them from from achieving what would be another Premier League title? I think, like Mick said, as much as it'll be a big physical drain on their players, you know, you look at a, a lot of them playing. 120 minutes there, but I, I would definitely agree that I think it could well be the mental side of things on their side. Like you've said there, it's becoming a problem for Pep Guardiola. You know, he's getting laughed at with his, with his getting knocked out of the Champions League. He can't win that cup. You know, it's it's not just the players. He needs to look at himself and, and get himself together as well. He needs to pick the players up. I've no doubt they would have been sat in that changing room with their heads in their hands thinking, what the hell do we do next? He's got a quick turnaround to somehow motivate these guys and go, come on, I know we've lost it again, but we've got to go because Liverpool will definitely not be taking a break. It's funny, I was watching the game myself, I think through Newcastle eyes, and I'm thinking, De Bruyne has gone off early. Does that mean he's going to be playing against us at the weekend? <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a few players who were going off early. I'm thinking, is he already planning for the Newcastle game? And funnily enough, he, uh, that's that's one of the things he's questioned on himself for taking those players off, taking those attacking players off, and then all of a sudden they're losing and they've got no way out of it. So um, again, he's got to take that criticism on. I think it's it's always going to be a tough game going to Man City. Again, they've got two starting eleven, so regardless of, of who played in that game, they're always going to put out a fantastic side. I think that Pep Guardiola has done this job for a long time and as much as those players will have been very much head in hands waking up the next day what the hell do I do I think he would quickly drill it through them you know we can't now lose the Premier League and they're going to be on top form I think no fair enough fair enough and but Ben the last time we faced a team reeling from a semi-final defeat was uh, Crystal Palace in midweek after they'd been to Wembley and essentially that was kind of the end of their season once they they didn't make it through the FA Cup. They're sort of languishing in mid-table. Could we repeat that kind of feat, do you think? Maybe if maybe not a win, even if it was a draw. Do you think that you know that kind of experience that we've had we could take into that game against Man City? I mean, it's it's definitely gonna give um Eddie Howe some ammunition in terms of um, it's it's it, 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 I completely agree with kind of everything that the guys have said, but it, it's also it is a great time to 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 be playing City just because of the pressure that they're under now. Um, and as Mick says, if uh, the longer we can stay in this game, and and I mean, <laughs> of, of all the ways to lose a game to to 
ship two in literally 60 seconds of each other when you've the game's gone they, they, they've missed a load of chances themselves i mean it was an unbelievable capitulation like um it's a hell of a lot of pressure and as as mick said um it, it only really looks like it's going to take one mistake from either them or liverpool and and that's probably the the, the league gone so um the, the the longer we can stay in the game and keep it tight and and, and make it difficult for for, for man city that that anything is possible uh as we, as we saw um last night so um I, I think eddie will be looking at this thinking just i mean and, and that's one of the big things i think he's coming and been able to do is make us difficult to, to play against and i mean you mentioned the the palace game um we 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 got into that game and we really riled them up and, and kind of played on their their emotions a bit i think i mean um I think it was Bruno and, and Miggy kind of getting in, and, and even Kraft getting into Zaha and and uh, Gallagher kind of lost his head and you could see the frustrations from there from from the players that they've obviously just lost a, a huge game, the biggest game of the season, and then the, 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 they came to St James's and 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 we we did a job on them. Um, so you can see that the, the, there's there's potential similarities in 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 that sort of fundamental aspects in terms of. Rile a couple of these players up, but I think as Rob says as well, though they might be played, they could probably put out a completely different eleven who haven't got the scores of, of the other night. So um, I suppose that'll be an interesting one to see how how Pep goes. Does does he kind of challenge those players to to kind of rebound and, and come back? Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. But um, look, I mean, we, we, as as Mick said as well, we've, we gave Liverpool a good game. Um, I don't think, I mean, obviously they made some changes, and I don't think they were at their fluid best. Um, but we, we we give them a good game and and, and likewise with Chelsea. So um, when you look at the the kind of the, the results against the the other two top three teams, um, we've we've given them a, a stern test, I would say. So um, I'll be hoping for the same. Um, can I say us getting a win? I mean, it, the problem is it's away from home. It's it's going to be a very very tough one. As as we said, it's we've not got a great record there, um, but. Th- things this is a different this this game is completely different to any other time because of the the kind of the emotional scores that they'll they'll be under and 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 the fact that there's there's just so much pressure uh, on them at the minute as this, this is such a big game for them um Newcastle um I, I completely agree it's not a free hit but ultimately we we don't have kind of the 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 pressure of of if we get beat that's our season gone or anything we, we haven't kind of got any of that pressure so um our, our players can potentially if, if we can stay in the game, then maybe we can kind of take more risks and, and take more chances kind of later in the game. So um, I'll be really interested in terms of the, the team sheets to see who, who Guardiola goes with. And, and he's got a massive job. I mean, this is why he's paid so much money, but he's, he has got a huge job to, to rally those players and, and get them up for this because um, just the, it'll have been so emotionally draining to the, the way they lost that. Uh, it's it's going to be, he's going to be earning his money this week. No, I think you're right. And what you mentioned there about pressure, Absolutely bang on. We're going to be going into there. The onus will be completely and entirely on the home side. They have to come at us. They have to breach us. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into kind of setups in a, in a little while. We're going to break for some adverts in a second. But I think the very fact that we go there not having, we don't need to get anything out of this. And I think, I don't I don't necessarily think that means that our concentration levels are going to drop because, as, as Rob said, with Guardioli, he'll not allow that in the same way Eddie Howe won't allow that for, for Newcastle as well. He, he'll ensure that concentration is there, focus is there, and that 
we are incredibly difficult to beat, as we kind of saw against Liverpool. We did make them work hard, even if both sides weren't really at their attacking best. We're going to break uh, for a few adverts now. If you don't like adverts and you'd like to listen to um, this podcast and many, many others ad-free, uh, please come and join us and consider joining us on Patreon for six sixty a month, where you'll get up to 30 extra podcasts every single month. Um, loads and loads of fantastic content by the whole team. Um, please do come and join us. Things are only hotting up. The summer's going to be huge. Um, and we've got, you know, Newcastle will be there covering every single angle for you. So we'll speak to you again after these messages. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the True Faith Podcast. This is the Man City Preview. Um... Mick, we talked a bit about kind of um, how we might make it more difficult for us, you know, for, for, for Man City to breach us, to, to, to get through us as we did against Liverpool. Are we, do you expect a similar kind of setup to Liverpool? Um, and, uh, you know, again, there's the Chelsea game to draw upon as well, where we, we really, we took them to the wire. We nearly nicked a point in a clean sheet. Kai Havertz uh, foiled us right, right at the death. Is, are those the kind of performances that you expect us to emulate um, on Sunday? I do. I hope it's more like the Chelsea game than the Liverpool game, to be honest. I thought we were more of a threat in the Chelsea game than we were on Saturday gone to uh, to Liverpool, who are uh, a better side, aren't they? And they're, in the, they're hitting their peak. Um, they, they look like they're enjoying playing football at the moment, Liverpool. I'm not sure what what atmosphere there will be around Man City tomorrow. So I think it's important that we that we start the game perhaps in the same way that we did at Liverpool. I was really impressed by how we were pressing up the pitch. Um, I'll tell you who I think is due a good game, and that's Sam Maximan. Obviously, there's been some news uh, of him. It, it, it read like he was criticising the players and, and saying it's, it, it's their fault that they're not good enough to play alongside him, which 
I'd be wondering how that goes down in the changing room. But he could do with a good game. He could do with scoring. He could do with playing the ball at the right time, making the right decisions, or going on the outside and whipping it in from the touchline, etc. I'll be intrigued to see whether or not um, Eddie Howe plays Chris Wood on uh, Sunday as well. I know he's he's kind of left them out a little bit just of, of late. Um, my preference is for, for Wood to play. I think he gets us further up the pitch. Uh, he's got physical strength and he's uh, and he's uh, obviously got a, a bit of aerial ability that we haven't got when when he's not playing. And I do think we're a bit one-dimensional going forward, certainly against the better sides where we were just knocking it over the top on the right-hand side uh, or the left-hand side, I should say, uh, depending <clears throat> which way you look at it uh, for San Maximan to run on to. And then I don't think he was doing a great deal when he got when he got there and he wasn't being... To, to be fair, he's got a certain point. He, he, there wasn't many people joining in with him. There's not many people run ahead of him either. So um, I think that maybe needs to be looked at. Uh, maybe could play Wood on his own up front uh, and play an extra man in midfield. Uh, San Maximan needs to be part of the press, though. He's, he's, he has got a, a ticket for a day off, has he? So he needs to be he needs to be part of that, and they just need to keep the shape. They need to keep the discipline all through the game because Man City will kill you with that passing and how how quickly they move around in the final third. They're lovely to watch when you're not when they're not playing your team. Um, uh, so uh, they just need to be concentrating for the full ninety minutes. And it's it is it goes back to the, your earlier point, Adam, about the the frame of mind that they'll be in. If we get to half time and it's nil nil. Um, you can bet your bottom dollar that Eddie Hard will start getting anxious because they'll expect to beat us, and we should we should use that to our uh, advantage, you know. And um, and like like the lads have said, the longer the game goes on and we're still in it, then we've got a chance. But if we're three four down, you know, it's we're screwed, aren't we? Uh, and I've been there at three now. It's down at half time a few times, and it's it's not very it's not very nice. Um, so. Um, yeah, stay in the game as long as we can. Hope they they get fractious. Hope the crowd gets fractious at City, and then who knows? Who? But you know, just give a good account of yourself. Play play the best you can, and and see see where we are in the measure against a team like Man City. We've got a lot long way to go before we can look the look the likes of them and Liverpool in the eye. The two best teams in the world, aren't they? Well. The were until last night, and uh, I'll have to revise <laughs> my opinion. I think Real Madrid did a job on them, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right, and I think you know we need to strive for those disgruntled murmurs in the stands. That's that's the noise that's going to drive us on, isn't it? And and to be honest, you know we know that the the travelling fans are going to be uh, singing their hearts out for ninety minutes as well. But a really good point you make there, Mick, about Chris Wood and about Liverpool and how we didn't really have that you know, attacking shape, I guess. Um, Rob, do you think, do you think, do you think you would play Wood instead of some Maximan through the middle? Um, I noticed against Liverpool that once Wood came on, gave us a bit of an outlet maybe, but um, it depends if you think he's going to be suited to the game or not, uh, given that it's going to be pretty intense and we're going to spend most of the time in camped out in our own half. How do you see it? It's it's a tough one for him. Um, I think I would 
go with Wood back in the side. I understand what he tried to do against Liverpool. He tried to put someone quick up front, maybe try and play a little bit more counter. We weren't going to have a lot of the ball. I think he was hoping that when St. Max got it, that he might have been maybe a little more creative on the ball than maybe Chris Wood normally is. But the trouble was that St. Max playing with his back to goal and the balls lumped long to him. He was getting overshadowed by two centre-backs every time and just really wasn't getting into the game. I think Wood being able to hold that ball up and, and bring players into play would would work that little bit better. I think it's it's going to be tough. And you talk about formations and, and how we want to try and play and, and how we can try and create in this game. Against Liverpool, we weren't particularly creative. And Eddie Howe spoke about the fact that he didn't feel that enough players were on, on top form in that game. And to play a side like Liverpool, you need to be um, firing on all cylinders and we weren't. And I think we need to be taking on a Man City side this weekend. But one thing I would say is that in terms of going forward, getting that getting that ball in and almost doing a little bit of what Real Madrid did, you know, against Liverpool, we were only one goal in it. And I was slightly surprised that with 15, 20 minutes to go, that we didn't really seem to have that. Let's just chuck everyone on. Let's just try and grab a goal. I understand that he doesn't want to go to Man City and lose 5-0. And yes, losing 1-0 is you could say, a, a decent result. And if you're only one goal in it, there's always a chance. Again, just ask Real Madrid. But we still need to have that, uh, again, throw the sink at it. What can we do with it? And we didn't see that against Liverpool. So I'd like to see us do more against Man City. Mick? Yeah, I was just going to say, I wonder whether or not part of our game plan should be to try and get set pieces. Um, because I think it's something that we've been lacking when we've had Wood in the team. Um, and I do feel sorry for the lad because he's a tried and tested centre forward in the Premier League and he scored goals for Burnley and he hasn't scored very many for us. Um, that's not because he's become a poor player over, overnight, in my opinion. He's a good centre, good Premier League centre forward at that at that level. But what we haven't been doing is putting crosses into the box for him. So we need to we need to do that. Um, and I think he's probably suffered with Trippier not being in the team. Because Trippier puts a lovely cross in, doesn't he? he really so, does, yeah. uh, so I think if we can get further up the pitch and play for corners and uh, free kicks in the final third, um, if we can if we can play a good a decent ball into the box, I think Wood's got to be there. And if we can get players around him, maybe to feed off the scraps, um, because I mean I, I like the, I love clever football like we all do, but I just don't think we've got the players to do it at the minute. No, I think that's a fair comment, Mick, um, and and. Trying to get in with with set pieces is, is is a decent strategy. Look, we know that we know that Man City's fullbacks are going to push forward, and we're going to probably have to allow them the space to push forward to an extent. But hopefully, they'll be met with a bit of a blockade on either wing. But as you mentioned before, Mick, they can they can switch the ball so quickly, so efficiently, and you have to be con- you can't you can't afford one second lapse in concentration. Um, because that's it. I mean, Dan Byrne found that out against Chelsea at, at Stamford Bridge. Had a great game, but one lapse in concentration at the end, and it was game over. Um, but Ben, um, is there anybody else um, in terms of our players uh, who you think deserves a start, either because ex- players in the team existing, maybe you, you might want a bit of a refresh, or do you think anybody has has shown enough to be to be getting a start? Who who, who do you fancy? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because I mean, we, obviously the 
the the two best players are injured. Um, I think the 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 depth that we've got in the squad just isn't there at this this point in time. Um, I mean the the, the obvious options are, are the likes of Murphy potentially getting a a run out, and he's he's not done terribly against against it in the past. Um, I know he he, he did all right in a three one defeat uh, home a few years ago. Um, caused them some issues, but um, it, it, it's tough because, I mean, I, I think the players that started against Liverpool ultimately was, was our best team, and um, I think there is a bit of a drop-off, um, especially when you're taking those players out. I mean, I suppose when you think about the, the team he put out against Liverpool, he, he played with Joe Linton and, and Miggy kind of in the, the advanced wide, wide positions and uh, tried to bring Willock in to, to give us legs and I suppose that there is some things we could learn from that. Cause, I mean, it, that that Liverpool game was was really tough. I mean, you, you could see we just didn't have the legs to what what Mick was talking about having a go at them, or and, and Rob talking about having to try trying to have a go at them in the last sort of fifteen twenty minutes when it was was still close. But I think it, it was a warm day. The lads had just run run themselves into the ground, and, and ultimately we haven't got the options to come off the bench. Um, what I probably would say is I, I would kind of agree. I, I think. If, if if Wood does start, that does then potentially allow you to to drop a, a Willock or or at least have a, a kind of a Murphy and, and a Willock to come off the bench and and have that impetus um, off off the bench, which which might might be a better option. Um, I thought they um, I thought Willock had a had a decent enough game, but um, I, I think we've seen his best uh, his best stuff generally comes off the bench. I mean, obviously that that glorious run he had last season. Was was when he was coming on uh, for for the last twenty minutes in games and in in that burst of energy that he's got and we've already seen it win us a game this season at, at Leicester sorry at home to Leicester um, that that's maybe a, a kind of a more of a, a shout to to not not so much pushing for anyone to start but maybe just save him for for that impetus uh, push at the end um, yeah. I mean I, I think the other one I probably would say and I, I thought he, he's I'll give him some credit in that I think he's he's done a lot better than I, I I thought he would this season. But Kraft I thought had a really really tough game uh, last weekend. Um, I mean he was against some unbelievable players and um, I, I think where he really really struggles and it's a little bit surprising considering he's an international player and obviously playing it in in the Premier League. But he cannot judge a long ball over his head. The number of times he kind of he's watching the ball coming and, and he, he he doesn't know whether to come for it and then he kind of backs off and, and he just <laughs> always seems to kind of struggle to, to judge it and um you, you know they're going to be targeting him kind of that they, they've got uh, an abundance of riches at, at kind of on the wing wing position so um I think he had a tough game last week I mean he came he literally looked shattered when he came off and I bet he's st- his legs are still probably probably sore after the amount of tracking he was doing last week so that might be a shout for maybe Mankio getting an option back in the team I think as well Mankio gives you more of a threat um, he's, he's got pace and he gives you a bit more of a threat going forward. Um, it's it, but as I say, it's a tough one because there's, there's not. I mean, Mankio has had his opportunities and hasn't quite necessarily taken them at times. So again, I come back to my previous statement: we haven't really got the depth to be able to make widespread changes. I think ultimately, Eddie picks his best team, and, and uh, it's it's kind of when he looks to to the bench to see who we've got. It's the likes of Gale Murphy and. Um, and, and obviously it has been at times uh, we look off the bench that they're not players that kind of give you a massive impetus when they come on. I mean, Dwight Gale, 
uh, he's, there's no chance he's going to play in this game and, and he'll be lucky to come off the bench. So um, I think he's just kind of winding it down. So yeah, it's, it's a tough one to kind of make a, a strong case for anybody else to come in. But yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I think I get what, you know, talking about Willick, you know, he did have that reputation as a super sub. He does have a lot of energy. Um, and maybe because we're going to be kind of camped out in our half. Yeah, I can see the logic there. And yeah, I think Kraft is... Kraft has obviously had an unbelievable run of form, but I think he's still limited, as you said. Um, but yeah, Mankio not doing himself too many favours at the minute, presumably on the on the on the trainer pitch, and again is maybe not being as impressive as Kraft. Um, but looking at Man City and and Rob, I'll come to you for this. You know, you talk about the 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 two elevens essentially that Man City have, and yes, they rested, they brought De Bruyne off quite early in midweek. Um, and Jesus didn't play the full game as well. Like they, they, they definitely, definitely had an an eye on this one. Um, looking, looking forward. Um, do you think this is just a case of um, because Pep is so inconsistent with his team selections, it's difficult to kind of pin them down. Maybe, do, maybe a few key players here and there that you know are going to play, but it's more about how we beat the machine, how we beat the system, rather than those individual players who obviously have you know they're dripping in talent and as, as Ben said you know you know like abundance of embarrassment of riches that they have just to, off the bench and uh, the strength and depth what do you what are you expecting from them do you think they're gonna have um a massively changed side from from uh, the Madrid game given that they were largely going to be starting with their their best 11 how much I do think- you think it'll change yeah, I, I mean, I think their defense will will pretty much stay the same. I, I don't know that Stones is is back just yet, so I imagine it will be Laporte and Diaz at the back, and I should imagine that possibly Cancelo might move to the right with Kyle Walker being injured and Zenchenko on the left. So I think the de- the defense will pretty much stay the same. And let's be honest, it's not a bad uh, back four, is it really? So I think we will have a bit of of trouble. And then and then as you say right there, I think. Well, again, one of the big criticisms of, of Pep at the minute is over overthinking. He's obviously got his eyes on on a few different prizes. He had it on the Champions League, he had it on the Premier League. He's taken off Kevin De Bruyne, who, to be honest, to me, has been you know sensational once again this season. Best one of the best players in the world, and you're looking at it, Champions League semi final. You know, he's he's thinking, you know, I want to bring him off and, and save him for another game. It, it's just there's a lot going on and. And obviously, Pep could argue both sides of the coin because if the if he left him on the whole game and then they played us and and then people would go back to him and well, well, why did you didn't you take him off? So you know he can't win in some regards of whatever he does. But he made that decision, and now I think a player like De Bruyne will probably turn up and really want to unleash his um, his pain of that of that loss against us. So I think it'll be tough. But you are right, Man City. And to be honest, I am not the biggest fan of the way Man City play. I actually prefer Liverpool with a high press and attack and just a little bit more excitement to their game. I feel like Pep Guardiola, in a way, has kind of dragged the fun out of football. Let's let's score one and pass it around the back four for the next 89 minutes. It's, it's not particularly fun. And I think that's why it'll be a tough game for us, because I think regardless of who they play, they're going to have the majority of the possession that they're playing at home. I think... Again, I think the, the two best things for us would be if we can 
you know, keep in it. You look at the, the when they played Palace and had nil-nil. I think Man City must have had about 20 shots, but somehow they kept them out and, and took away a nil-nil. I mean, if we could hang on till late and try and give it a, a, a go at the end, or what would really make it a good game is if we were able to get an early goal because that would have them fully in panic stations. They'd be wow, flying t- one way. Settle down, Rob. <laughs> We're getting crazy now. Yeah, we, I know, yeah. I'm asking too much already, but if somehow we, we went out the blocks fly and did something early, the game would be, I think, could be a good one, end-to-end stuff. But yeah, that's the trouble. If they get one, we won't see the ball for the next 85 minutes. Yeah. No, I know what you mean about Pep's, you know, Pep Guardiola's Man City are either... They'll look like they'll never score or they'll just look like they'll score five or six. And they, mm-hmm. it's very rarely that they have kind of like a middle ground. Make with that in mind, and you know, Rob's right. Like they're not they're not completely infallible, like they are just humans, they are flawed individuals, um, at times, not often, but they can be. Do you, how how do you see us exploiting any potential weaknesses in what is one of the greatest club sides that all of us have probably ever seen? Well, I think nine times out of ten, Man City beat Newcastle, don't they? But um, I, I just think there's a, a few hopes that I've got for the for the game, and one is is that we're able to keep a bit of possession um, a bit longer than we did on Saturday. I was kind of getting annoyed at some of the un, unforced errors, if you like, to use a tennis uh, analogy. Um, so if we can keep the ball a little bit longer, I think Sean Longstaff might play on at some point on Sunday, um, and I'm hopeful Shaw. Is fully recovered as well because he can play. You know, I, I certainly wouldn't want to go there with Jamal Lascelles uh, in the in the back line. I think that would give me an attack of the horrors. Uh, but the other thing as well is is I think we acknowledge we're not going to have possession. Um, we might be looking at kind of Man City having eighty percent plus possession. That's not being insulting to our lads. It's just how good they are and how how much they work the ball. One of the things I'm really really hopeful of is, is that we get a decent referee um, because I thought I thought the ref was inconsistent on Saturday with some of these uh, some of his decision making and and obviously Pep Guardiola is a massive personality in football and I think that has an impact on some refs Eddie Howe isn't you know um, kind of quiet journeyman type of referee uh, manager rather who we're hoping will develop into a into a really really great manager and shows all the signs and he might do that but um I'm, I'm really hopeful that the ref keeps his head and if we get something you know well we're allowed to keep it i'm thinking of goals that we've scored that have been chalked off down there around at st james's park which you scratch your head about and think what the hell went on there um it's harder now with VAR to to lose good good decisions except to lose goals to bad decisions i should say but i'm just i'm just hopeful that uh, we'll keep our discipline and we'll not ju- go diving in for and collect yellow cards. It's not what we do, to be honest. Um, but um, the, I, I see the ref as a key player on on, uh, on Sunday. Fair shout, Mick. And I'm just looking at the stats here. And Manchester City have lost just one of their last 28 league games against Newcastle. That's home and away. 123 drawn four. And that was the, the 2-1 victory um, against, uh, well, against them. Um, at St James's Park, which I was um, fortunate enough to be at. But yes, you mentioned uh, Mick, uh, one of Pep's nemesis from that game was Sean Longstaff, who yeah. he picked out, uh, him and Hayden, 
were yeah. picked out at the end of that game. Um, and I think you, I, I think you're right about Sean Longstaff. I think there's a, there is a chance that there would be a shuffle about, and maybe Eddie Howe will use in the, in the same way he might use this game to, to share some more minutes to to start absolutely about summer. Absol- absolutely. So it is a free hit in in that regard. It's, you know, I'm contradicting myself now, but. We're not going to get relegated. We're going to finish no lower than thirteenth. I wouldn't have. Th- I wouldn't have thought. So it is an opportunity for the likes of Longstaff to to demonstrate what he can do. The club are handing out contracts at the minute, aren't they? So Shaw got one last week. Dummett's got a one this week today. Yeah. Uh, so where's Longstaff? Um, you know, is he going to get one next week? Is he? You know, is he in the manager's thinking? Um, he. he He's, he's another one that's due a good game, isn't he, uh, Sean Longstaff? He hasn't had a good game for a long time, in my opinion. So if he could come on and have 20 good minutes, that might be you know, in his favour. It might show what he can do. Uh, because this club of ours is going to go move on to a different level in the next in the next six months, 12 months, 18 months, isn't it? So to see what is he good enough to, to stay on? We all hope he develops because he's a local lad, etc. But... Um, I think he has to demonstrate what he can do on the park. How sees him every day in training, obviously, so makes his own judgments. But he might get he might get a chance. And just on the subject of Trippier and Wilson, I noticed there's talk of them being fit. I'm, I've got mixed feelings about that because no doubt when I'm in the match on on Sunday and I've had a few pints, I'll be wanting to do everything possible to win. But you know, when you've got your sensible head on, you might be thinking, just leave them alone, let them rest. Let them come back for uh, fully recovered for next season. The point is taking any risks now, but that's the manager's decision, isn't it? Of course. Well said, Mick. Well said. Well, thank you, lads. And, and before we leave you, listeners, and thank you for sticking with us this long, uh, we'll go into the predictions as ever. Um, we'll go with Rob first. What do you think final score is going to be, mate? If I'm being honest, I'm fighting a head and heart situation here I'm I'm hoping for something but I've got a feeling that it might be something else I'll you know what I'll I'll back us to a draw why not I'm going to go 1-1 um in reality again I I think even if they got a few you know I'm I'm hoping we can still put on a performance you know I I want to see us go out there and say you know what we're not going to make it easy for you we are going to see what we can do. And anyhow, again, you know, he's got games back-to-back against two very good sides, and he was visibly very disappointed following the Liverpool game with, you know, what a side, I mean, what a side we've been, you know, since he's come in here. You know, it's a real, you know, he's not had many tastes of defeat um, in the, in the well, and certainly in 2022. And he didn't look very happy after the Liverpool game. So I'm really hoping that he can get it through with those guys, you know. Again, it is it is a chance to play another big team to try and get something. Um, but regardless, I think we'll struggle. I'll stick with 1-1. One, one. Um, I'll bat the lads. <laughs> no worries. Ben, what about you, mate? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm generally trying to be a bit positive. But uh, in all honesty, I can't really see see uh, us getting anything from this game. I think I, I do think we'll, we'll we'll keep it tight. And I mean, the, the only game that's really got away from from Eddie's uh, was that Tottenham five 0 thrashing, and I think that was that was a game that, or you could see the frustration and the embarrassment. I think from 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 all the players that were involved in that. So um, I think they'll be fighting uh, to do everything they can to avoid that. So I don't think we'll get um, too much of a beating, but I, I, I think it'll probably be like a two nil to City, unfortunately. And Mick? 
Uh, I think like Rob, I'm going to go one one. Sorry, Rob, I'm stealing your thunder. We'll have to sh- we'll we'll share the we'll share the bet. Uh, Split but, the winnings. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I think in terms of what we discussed, the um, the hangover from last night. So thinking they'll be back. They would have been back this morning, wouldn't they? Probably got the day off. You'll have them in for light training tomorrow. A bit of some drills on on Saturday. So will he be able to turn that around in that time? That's part of his genius, isn't it? That he can, you know, they can go from a a, a big defeat to to trying to get a big win. Um, so I'm hopeful that, that that it is the case that there's a bit of a hangover and a bit tired that we can keep it tight as long as we can, stay in the game. Who knows? Get a one 0 lead and then they may, maybe get an equaliser in the last few minutes and uh, and then all the scousers love Newcastle United thereafter. <laughs> Well, I think I'm sadly I'm going to have to go along with Ben. I do think it'll be a two-nil defeat, but I do think, as Rob was saying before, I do think we'll we will get a, give a good account of ourselves at the very least, and something to build upon for the last couple of games of the season. Well, listeners, we'll end it there. Thank you very, very much uh, for listening. Um, if you do like what we do and you don't want to listen to adverts, please join us on Patreon, where you, for six sixty a month you can get up to thirty podcasts every month including all the team, um, loads of stuff. And, of course, all of that crucial match day content uh, that is exclusive to patron listeners. So please come and join us for that. Um, Hope to see a lot of you there. But for now, thank you very much to Rob, Ben and Mick. I've been your host, Adam Widrington, and this has been the Man City Preview. We'll speak to you very soon. Bye, Z, bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.